welcome to another episode of More Content Talk. That's the only show that cuts through the glenn, the glitz, and all the bullshit to bring you the truthiest news that we can find. Well, um, the new year is upon us. Um, if you're listening to, to this here episode, which of course I'm filming in advance, and I'll, I'll never tell you when I filmed it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it's, a, it's a production secret. You can't break the fourth wall, even though there is no wall. And uh, you're listening to me on a phone but <laughs> or a computer or whatever. Look, um, it's it's a new year. It's coming up. Uh, if you're listening to this, it's uh, New Year's Eve. So, or not New Year's Eve. New Year's Day, I think. I think it will be New Year's Eve. Like, it will, I'll release it, I think, early. Yeah, I'll release it earlier than new, normal. Um, so I'm telling you now that I'm going to release the show that you're listening to now, um, in advance that I'm going to release it earlier than, than, than normal so that you'll not know about that in advance and therefore it will be completely pointless. But look, it's going to be slash New Year's Eve slash New Year's Day when I, um, release this, uh, episode. So this is the New Year's show, um, May old acquaintance be forgot and never brought to mind and all that good stuff i hope you get nice and sloppy drunk those of you who have the ability to do so um i don't so i won't be getting drunk um but i'll definitely be celebrating and um i actually like new year's eve quite a bit um too um maybe just as much as christmas not better it's not better but maybe just as much and i enjoy the little ritual that we do uh, every year because it's during winter and it's when all the holidays are and it's just a fun time um i always make this wonderful uh, fondue um which i eat with sourdough bread but yeah you know the chefs will say okay cook the alcohol off or cook the alcohol down and you know people get the impression that all the alcohol magically disappears um and you don't consume any of it but really it's a very small amount that gets cooked off it's like uh, between 10 and 20 percent and the rest of it is there and you're consuming the alcohol um which is probably one of the reasons why they eventually came to the conclusion that wine was not so bad for you if consumed in moderation because you know you think about it you're not drinking the full glass of wine you're getting um the majority of it though but you know if you have enough uh you know carboneras or you know whatever alfredos you, you you know you see these people they're pouring that wine and they're like yeah it's just gonna cook down baby and then they're drunk you know they're eating their alfredo like yeah, yeah this is so good i've never had food this good before it's like yeah you're drunk uh, <laughs> but you know uh drink drink all that all that nasty tasting liquor I, I drank alcohol for years. I don't know what people are talking about when they say that certain alcohols taste better than others. They all taste the fucking same. You know, you, you get whatever you can. And um, you, 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 you play through the pain when you drink. You know, you're not really... <laughs> you're not really tasting. Can you imagine... Um, you can only get away with that with wine and it's only because it's in the bible you know they go on these wine tastings and they're like you know, you know subtle nuts of su subtle nuts um subtle hints of cheese nuts and some grapes it's like no shit sherlock there's grapes in the wine wow i really need you to tell me that <laughs> but you know this is cheeses and chestnuts and all this good yes 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 um whatever you know <laughs> 
go on your wine tasting, get drunk in Napa. You know, I got um, uh, friends who live out that way. I've been there. It's a, it's really beautiful. If you go to ever get a chance in your life uh, to go to Napa, go and just drive uh, down the roads in Napa and you'll see, you know, vineyard after vineyard. And it's so beautiful. And, um, you know, I was uh, fortunate enough when I was a kid, my my dad really wanted to go see Smokey Robinson and so did my mom. And so we both went and uh, we got to see him. We saw him perform live and it was at this vineyard. And, you know, they give you this little box of cheese and grapes when you come in. It's all very fancy and it's very nice. Nothing wrong with it at all. I'm just saying that just because you get drunk off some shit, that doesn't mean you have to build your career around it. <laughs> it's like, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's even to a certain extent with like um, food with that for me. It's like I love food, but do I really want to cook for other people? I don't know. I don't know if I would really want to like, especially like strangers, you know, like I like cooking for my family. I, I like cooking for friends. Like if friends ever come over to the house, I'll offer to cook for them. But um, some random ass people, you want me to like clean their spit and all this stuff? <laughs> I mean, you think about working in a restaurant, it's really gross. I, re I remember that was my knuckle cracking, by the way. I don't want you to think it was the microphone popping or anything. But um, <laughs> I I remember um, when I first started podcasting, I read this article about how people were so put off by like, you know, noises in the background and stuff. And then there was a part of me that was like, just let the noises play in the background, just to, just to fuck around with them a little bit. And I had uh, this one guy one time, he freaked out about it. He, he was like, well, how could you not plan your show and, and all this stuff? And I was like, look, asshole, you want to do a show? Go do a show. All right. Don't tell me how to do my show. That's the one thing that will get me irritated really quick is, you know, I'm here. I'm doing all the work. Right. And this is why me and social media don't get along. It's not because I think social media is a conspiracy like the right or that I think it's a conspiracy uh, to cancel me like the left or no, 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 no. I, don't, I don't think any of that. Here's what I think about social media. Social media is a place where you go to get bossed the fuck around. You can't say whatever you want on social media. That that's that's untrue. Because what social media will do is it will say, "Oh, well this doesn't go along with the, with the image that we're trying to promote." We want stupid happy stuff all the time. <laughs> you know, people saying things like, "Go out there and get them," or "Tomorrow will be a brighter day," or, you know, "Eat pray love," all that bullshit, right? All that that happy go lucky shoopity doo wop uh shucking and jiving <laughs> type of stuff that's just like oh my goodness and you know it's it's so funny um you know you hear the the play louis armstrong's it's a wonderful world and you know show all these pictures of flowers and puppies and all these things and um not knowing that that louis armstrong <laughs> people hated louis armstrong don't you you people don't read Listen to Louis Armstrong. You should be ashamed of yourselves listening to Louis Armstrong. Americans hated Louis Armstrong. They hated him. And Louis Armstrong liked to smoke weed. Y'all don't know nothing about Louis Armstrong, all right? <laughs> Louis Armstrong was like me, okay? <laughs> Ain't no room. Ain't no room for real niggas in America. You know you're a real nigga. You know? You want to really know? It's not because you have a gun. I'll tell you that much. Guns don't make you any more real. 
In fact, they make you a little fake. I'll be honest with you. Guns don't make you any more real. They don't make you any more hard. None of that. They don't. You know, have a conversation with a with a member of the military. A real conversation. I, I guarantee you they don't go around bragging about their guns all the time. I know people in law enforcement, okay? They don't they don't walk around bragging about being cops all the time, all right? That's a certain kind of person. It's not all of them. And I would argue it's not even most of them. The problem is that the, the people who are like that are very loud. So, you know, you get the stereotype of that. But there's decent people in the police force, and they don't go around bragging about guns and all this bullshit. You're just waving your dick around. It's like these people with these penis cars driving around, you know. These Porsches and these uh, Lamborghinis and all this stuff. Yeah, you know, you, you know. Things start to not work when you get older. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> you can't you can't get it up anymore, so you got to go buy yourself a penis car. You got to go buy yourself a gun. You're upset all the time because you can't get any of that sexual frustration out. I know. I know how it is, you know. Old men are cranky. That's the reason. You want to know why old men are cranky? Can't get it up. <laughs> and it's normal. Look, I'm not making fun of anyone. I feel I feel deeply for people who can't get it up, okay? I'm not like other people. I'm not like, you know, some people you see that put the pinky finger up like, ah, asshole. No, 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 because no, that's going to happen to me too someday. And men should come to terms with that early on in their life. Because let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> the day that that happens to you, you, you're going to have a, a whole mental breakdown and unless you prepare for it and you say to yourself, okay, this is a normal part of life. But, um, yeah, you know, impotence. I see, I see guns. I see, uh, I see impotence. I see, um, you know, someone who's not sure of themselves, someone who's a little scared. That's what I see. I'm not trying to make fun of you. And I'm also not trying to outlaw your guns either. I don't care if you have them or not. I'm just telling you, that's what I see. Uh, a person who is a, you know, gun owner isn't necessarily like that. I'm just saying that when I see people waving their guns around and talking about, oh, I got all these guns. You know, people, they put guns in their Christmas card. You see these idiots. You see these morons getting up there. They got their fan, their kids holding guns and all this shit. And they just expect you to, to get all upset about it because you're liberal. Like, they put that all over Facebook and they're so proud. They're like, look at me. I'm so proud. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a real American because my kid has a gun. And, you know, it's like they rub it in your face because they want you to, like, do some, like, you know, podcast episode about the dangers of of guns or whatever so that they can win that little culture war. That's what they do, by the way. They constantly... Uh, you, you know, they talk about the left starting culture wars, but the right, they're the kings of culture war. They always have been. They always will be. No one will ever be better at it than them because they'll bait you. They'll put stuff out there, like whether it be like Dave Chappelle saying some anti-gay joke, because they know that the moment that you attack Dave Chappelle, you can't win. You're done. You see, I'm not trying to beat Dave Chappelle. I don't have to. Dave Chappelle has already beaten himself. All of these celebrities, they've already gone as far as they can go. There's nowhere else to go but down, folks. That's why I said that, you know, I talk all the shit I want because I, I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to be liked by you. I don't want to be liked by you. It's much it's much smarter. And this is your New Year's advice, alright? This is way better than any fortune cookie you'll ever get. 
<laughs> any fortune cookie, any fairy tale, any of that. You want to be truly successful, never be too successful. Never, never become Joe Rogan. Never. Never become Alex Jones. Don't do that. They're all successful. Think about it, folks. All these all these people. You want to be Michael Jackson? You want to be the next Michael Jackson? Would you like to be? <laughs> you have any idea? And look, I I don't I don't I'm not even necessarily uh, thinking about whether he committed crime or not. It doesn't matter in America. Even if he is innocent, it doesn't matter because you've already gone to the court of American opinion and American opinion has decided that you're a weirdo, you're a freak. And so he had to live with that. And then after he danced his whole life and worked so hard and, and by the way, got the shit beat out of him by his crazy ass dad who is still around ruining other people's lives still. He had to watch it all deteriorate slowly. He couldn't make the dance moves anymore, folks. That's why he didn't do his concert. Right? You starting to understand? That's why he's making all his cancellations and shit. So he had to watch his body deteriorate. And he had to he had to become Alexander the Great. Which all kings and queens and princes and celebrities, people and people of great excess and wealth, they all become that. Because the fall always occurs. Caligula. Caligula was very popular. A lot of people don't know that about Caligula. A lot of people have this odd idea of, of a Caligula that's, um, you know, just this porn star walking around uh, having sex with whoever he wants and drinking and lusting. And, and sure, there, there was some of that. But that was, you, you have to remember... <laughs> This that we're we're talking about um, pagans here, and so revelry and stuff like that was expected of uh, especially the wealthy classes, just as it is today. We're not very different. We think it's okay if celebrities cheat on each other. For the most part, most of you do. You get upset. You say, "Well, that's cancel culture just because he's he's fucking eight girls. It doesn't matter. That's just you cancel culturing him if you have an opinion about it." You know how you all are. So you, you make exceptions for, for the royalty, <laughs> for, the, for the nobles, just like as the Romans did. And it, like I explained to you in my Origins of Christmas episode, on Christmas, hell, you know, there were a couple weeks there where you could do whatever the fuck you wanted to do. <laughs> so you didn't even, even the slaves, uh, you know, I mean, they were they were under a bit more control than everyone else, but even they had a bit of freedom. So, you know. Um, you don't want that. You don't want to watch it all slip away slowly but surely. Think about how these pitchers feel when they can't throw the ball anymore. You know, they, they, these kids, they come in and they're, they're these phenoms and, you know, people are talking all these wonderful things about them and saying, this kid's going to be the next Cy Young, blah, 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 blah. And you fast forward 10 years down the line, your arm's falling apart. You can barely get it over the plate anymore. You see where I'm going? Maybe you had some injury, something happened. Gotta watch it all slip away. All slip away. You know, it ain't that big a deal if you work in some shit job in San Francisco. But if you're in at the top, tippy top, and then it all goes away. It, look, 
Not everyone's Dave Chappelle. Not everyone's Kanye West. They're not going to give you 80 chances. Okay? Most people don't get that many. That's why there's a lot of, a lot of uh, you know, kind of former celebrities that are very, you know, I guess what you would call bitter. I would say observant in that it's like, hey, how come I didn't get a second chance? How come they got a second chance? How come you went to bat for people, cancel culture when it came to Dave Chappelle, but you didn't go to bat for people like Bobcat Goldthwait? for example, or you didn't go to bat for, um, what's that fat fuck that just got, he just got fired from the Goldbergs. <laughs> no one, no one came around and said, oh, cancel culture, cancel culture. No one did it, right? No one did it. So how come Dave Chappelle gets it, but that guy doesn't? That's my point. I'm not saying that either of them are right. In fact, I think both of them are, are wrong and, you know, to be frank, rather arrogant and just talk about not having empathy how come no one tells dave Chappelle to have empathy oh he's a comedian i'm a comedian <laughs> is that is that all is that all you have to do now to be an asshole just say well i'm a comedian so you can't say anything about it <laughs> or you're a marxist that's what i'm going to say to people the um Mr. Gates, what 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 can I say about Mr. Gates? I mean, he's he's an interesting individual. He's certainly helped uh, spread vaccine awareness to the best of his ability. He was he's been correct on some things. He's been wrong on other things, um, such as the dot com bust, for example. Uh, and um, you know, Microsoft is one of those companies that's up and up and down. It's one of those companies that were uh, received generous. Uh, <laughs> it was funny. I saw um, earlier. It said stimulus, stimulus money. <laughs> yeah, give me my payoff and call it stimulus, Barack. <laughs> stimulus, stimulate a uh, you know some uh, drunk uh, owner of a big business to go and, you know, on a bender and drive all over town running people over and then blame it on some poor person. Anyway. <laughs> Stimulate me, Barack. Stimulate me. <laughs> Whew. Barack. Yikes. He gave so much money to those rich people. He's never going to be able to live it down either. You know, there's always going to be whenever you're you're sitting there and you're singing hymns about Barack Obama, there's always going to be uh, some person to say, you know, he gave more money to, to rich white people than any other president. <laughs> what a thing to be remembered for. See, I'm telling you, don't don't get don't get too hungry. Don't get too famous. Had Barack Obama just stayed a senator, you know, um, everyone would have loved him. Think about that. Had Barack Obama remained a senator, just a senator from Chicago, you would you would not hear all these awful, horrible racial slurs about him. I mean, you'd hear it from time to time, but it wouldn't be at the, this extent, to this extent. You know, there wouldn't have been this grudge that developed between him and Donald Trump, and then Donald Trump sticks all his fans on this man and his family. And so now he has to live with that for the rest of his life because he got too hungry. Don't be too hungry. Bill Gates is very hungry. He wants to own, I'm pretty sure Bill Gates wants to own space one day. Um, but Jeff Bezos is trying to beat him to it. <laughs> so, I, you know, before I leave you this this new year, um, this is uh, 
from what's called Gates Notes, the blog of Bill Gates, which is like I didn't even know Bill Gates had a blog. Um, I guess if you're a billionaire and you have nothing to do, you're like, ah, I may as well start a blog. <laughs> I got nothing else to do. Um, but this is hilarious. Um, this is called Reasons for Optimism After a Difficult Year. And then it says in the little uh, description beneath, it says 2021 was an incredibly hard year for many people, including me, including you. What? What? No. <laughs> Bill Gates has like his own underground subway. He doesn't have Bill Gates doesn't have a bad time. You see what I'm talking about here? And listen, um, a last bit of uh, New Year's advice. Don't do that, rich people. Stop it. Stop trying to relate to us. You can't relate to us, okay? You can't relate to poor people. You can only relate to rich kids, um, spoiled rich kids who, who um, you know, uh, own, like, eight restaurants just because they feel like it. Or, you know, they own, like, three tech companies because Obama gave them some stimulus money. Look, come on. no, Get out of here, okay? <laughs> you all got billions and, you know, dollars combined. We got like a few thousand bucks and a, and a middle finger. <laughs> Take your thousand dollars and get the fuck away from me. <laughs> and then Bill Gates is over here like, I feel, yeah, I only got to build a second underground subway. I wanted to build 10, but, you know, they said only one more. And I'm like, okay, fine. If you're going to be like that, cheap ass. <laughs> a picture of him it's 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 a joke and then he continues to say but i'm hopeful that 2022 will be better well are you bill are you hopeful that um your billions of dollars might accrue even more interest in... <laughs> and then maybe you can shoot off into space with tesla and you know uh, amazon and all these other dumb fucks and you know maybe start your own planet <laughs> build a planet out of money I'm the first person to do this, and you can do it too. No, I can't. No, I can't. Shut up. <laughs> this is the reason that people conspiracy, you know, theorize about people like this is because they're so heartless. They say to themselves, they must be the devil. This must be the devil incarnate. <laughs> it has to be. This is how it describes him in the Bible. <laughs> But he's not, of course. I don't believe that Bill Gates is the devil. I just think rich people are very um, ignorant. They don't know. They, they, they think that if they put some article in a blog, that that's going to make people feel better. Every time I see Bill Gates, I feel terrible. I feel awful knowing that. Uh, and, and most rich people, really. I feel awful. Uh, I feel all of my failures. I feel all the times that I've uh, failed in life. That's what I feel. And I think a lot of people feel that. I think a lot of people are just kind of numb to it and they've gotten used to it. But um, that's why there's a lot of bitterness in, in the world today. And, you know, if you want to keep making it worse, Bill, keep posting blog posts and, you know, keep putting videos on YouTube. All you rich people talk about, you can do it, you can do it, you can do it. All that idiocy. Um, look, hey, it's a new year. Uh, <laughs> I hope you have a great 2022. I hope you had a great 2021. Um, I don't know. I have no way of knowing, but I hope you did. I, I had a, I had a good year. I have to be honest. I enjoyed, um, even though it's not the way I wanted it, I enjoyed my vacation time. <laughs> so, um, you know, uh, 
we started more content talk. I mean, more content talk's pretty cool. It's pretty bitchin', I think. Um, I think it's different than most things. And that's what I like about it. Um, I don't know how much longer I'm going to do it, but, uh, you know, as long as I can, I guess. And um, look, uh, have a happy fucking new year, okay? <laughs> um, I hope you all have a phenomenal day, evening, afternoon, fiesta, siesta, downtime, chill time, lunchtime, party time, a year, año, uh you know, uh, Chinese New Year. I hope you have a wonderful Chinese New Year to, to all you um, people out in China and just people who are in America who are Chinese. I, I hope it's phenomenal. I hope uh, all your wonderful holidays and all your glorious cultures um, continue to be as wonderful so that I can continue to enjoy the food, <laughs> which is the best part of every culture. Um <laughs> But look, uh, it's been a great year. I appreciate you listening, and um, I hope you have a wonderful whatever. All right. Farewell, folks. Happy New Year. <laughs>